Okay, Baruch Hashem, we're able to begin, to begin anew, to begin to start a, the life that Hashem has gifted each and every one of us, the blessing of, of life, and the blessing of uh, triggers. And when I say that is that it's the blessing to be able for a person to to work on oneself and to be able to see what one needs to work on. Because if a person lives a life and a person uh, doesn't have anything that is challenging for him, if a person just lives a life where everything is uh, exactly the way uh, he wants it to be or she wants it to be and everything is just in the flow of things, so then it doesn't give us an opportunity to get to know ourselves better. When a person is triggered by something or something bothers someone, or a person is uh, in a situation which is a challenging situation, so it gives the person the opportunity to bring out the best of oneself. When a person is, is um, comfortable, so to speak, and a person uh, is, uh, is not uh, being challenged with anything, right? Like anything in life, right? When you're, <clears throat> when you're pushed uh, in a certain direction, when a person has a certain, um, uh, 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 what's the word, resistance, when there's resistance to something and you have to push against it, you have to uh, work with it, what happens is, is that, that that's how a person creates muscles. That's how a person makes himself stronger. <coughs> so what happens is, is that what we want to avoid, what each and every one of us want to avoid, um, is the exact uh, thing that we need, right? And what we need um, in order to help us grow um, is the fact that we have resistance and we have things that are difficult for us. And through that difficulty, when a person deals with that, <coughs> with, that <coughs> with that difficulty and the challenge, so what happens is, is that that helps a person know what to work on and it gives a person an opportunity to, to build himself and to make himself uh, better and to make himself uh, more, uh, more of himself. And, and again, like, like, like we said, like we say, and like we said, is that a person doesn't want to face challenges. That's the natural uh, way uh, of a person is that he wants to run away from challenges. We want to run away from difficult situations, especially if you're not a confrontational person, you're someone who just wants everything to be everything okay. So we run away sometimes from the things that we need to run to. As we know, fear is forget everything and run. I'm afraid, so I run away. I'm afraid, so I hide uh, behind something. I, I uh, stay in a comfort zone. I stay somewhere where it's comfortable. As opposed to facing everything and rise. Fear, F-E-A-R, face everything and rise is the opposite of forget everything and run. Which means that I'm facing what it is that I need to face, and and um, and like we know, uh, eventually you're going to have to face it anyway. So what happens is, is that we avoid and we avoid and we avoid, but eventually you're going to have to deal with it. And the sooner a person learns how to deal with whatever he needs to deal with, the sooner a person learns to deal with it. And it takes time. It takes patience. Right. That's why we start off with purity of speech. The reason. One of the reasons we start off with purity of speech is because, is because we live sometimes in a, in a society where, where everyone is focused on the external and everyone's focused on, <clears throat> on um, uh, status, what status people are, are in. People focus on what other people think of them. People focus on not having problems because having problems means that there's a problem. If I have a problem with my relationship with my spouse, if I have a problem with my children, if I have a problem in school, if I have a problem in yeshiva, if I have a problem with whatever it might be, then that's a problem. That's the way people 
sometimes look at things and there's nothing further from the truth. There's nothing further from the truth. If you have problems, then that means that you're alive and it means that you're here to work on your problems. You're here to heal whatever you need to heal. You're here to deal. It's one of the reasons, right? We have a bris milah. A, a baby boy is born and the eight, on the eighth day, and I say this many, many times. A baby born, one of the pshatim, they say, I don't know who says this pshat, but one of the reasons we give a mil, bris milah to a newborn child is to show that, that the child, it's a little baby, right? Have mercy on the baby. Why are we right away going ahead and cutting and, and, and hurting and, 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 and fixing, so to speak, this baby? So, so one of the pshatim that they say is because that is showing that we're put on this world imperfect. We're not perfect. We're put on this world and we have problems and we have things and we have challenges. And the, the goal of this and the mission of this world and the mission of life is to take your problems and to understand your problems and to fix and to work on your problems. And when a person looks at life like that, he's so happy because he's like, hey, I'm so excited. I just realized that I have a problem. Why would he be upset? I'm so happy that I realized I have a problem. Now I know what I need to fix. Now I know I, what I need to heal. Now I know what I need to deal with. But what happens is the Sahara <coughs> keeps us <coughs> the whole time in the world of you're not supposed to have a problem. You're not supposed to have any problems. Everything is supposed to be just perfect. And everything is supposed to be right. As opposed to if a person walks around and a person lives in the world of like, okay, great, so there's a problem. So I have a problem. So I have, I have a problem with my mother and with my father and with my roommate and with myself and I'm insecure and I have trouble learning and I have trouble davening. I have trouble with this. So it's like, oh, that's great. That's beautiful. Okay, that's why you're in this world. So let's get to work. This is what we are. Adam la'amul yulad. That's what I'm here to do. Oh, I'm so negative. Great. That's awesome that you're so negative. That's incredible. You're so negative. That means you have an opportunity to work on being more positive. That's amazing. So you have this problem. Oh, you, you, you have a lot of anxiety. Awesome. Great. That's what I'm here to work on. So whatever it might be, the more a person can learn to... <coughs> and that's why I say the beauty of purity of speech is that you stop talking about other people. You stop judging other people negatively. So imagine what would happen then. So I don't speak about other people. I don't judge people negatively. So what am I left with talking about and, and, and seeing in this? Uh, myself. So I say, okay, now I got to go inside to myself. Okay. Question, comments? I love yes. Like, it's, it's such a great... A what? Anxiety, yeah, it's awesome. Why not? Who said otherwise? The Sahara says otherwise. The Sahara wants us to be down, and the Sahara wants us to be negative, and the Sahara wants us to say, oh gosh. And especially when you're young. You're, you, guys, you guys are so young. Someone, as you get older, okay, you could have... <coughs> you could say, okay, here I go again. I'm married. I have children. I'm older. I'm still working on it. There's more room for, for being down. When you're 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25, whatever it is. I mean, it keeps on going. I'm young also, but I'm saying the younger you are, the more it's like, well, what's the big deal? What else am I here to do? What else, what else is my life about? Yeah. Um, two questions. Yeah, please. Five questions. Are we Line. I'm just curious about it. Is it obsessive thinking? Right. Is, is lazy. Yes, beautiful. Good, good. You caught that. It's true. Well, what it meant was, um, what Yosef Weiss was talking about was he was saying, sometimes when someone psychoanalyzes and he analyzes everything, so then it can bring him down and it could bug him out, trip him out, uh, you know, all of that stuff. So I was saying that, that he's not really thinking things through. When a person is just thinking thoughts, he's not taking a step back saying, okay, what am I thinking about? What's the issue? What's the problem? Let's break it down. When a person is constantly playing the same record in his mind of, 
okay, you know, my father this, my roommate this, my situation this, and it's, he's playing the same thing over and over, so he's not really getting down to the, to the bottom line of what's going on. And he ends up like, it's not... Yeah, he's not thinking, he's going in circles, he's not... It seems like it's not lazy thinking, it's, it's you're working even like hard. Well, you're not working hard, your wheels are spinning. Or yeah, you're 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 using more energy, but but your wheels are spinning. You ever you ever right? Remember, I haven't had that in a long time because there's no snow here, right? But I'm saying your car, your wheel is spinning in your car, so you're 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 zzz, all you're doing is ruining your tire and your the gas and you're frustrated. You're nothing, and your wheels. That's why we call it your wheels are spinning, because you're not going anywhere. Right? How many people can go ahead and and sit like we said? You know, you could have a guy sitting around, you know, complaining about his roommate the entire year. That, that's obsessive thinking. That, that usually is because he's probably obsessively thinking. He hasn't come down to the root of the problem. That's what it is. Yeah. Right. Like, Great. I, I came to Good. Like, Good. Like, Good. Good. You're human. That's what it is. I'm human. It's okay. Like, like the joy so, is, is the joy is the fact that the joy is the fact that I'm 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 I'm, I'm connected to the truth. I'm connected to the truth. I'm not in denial. Now, now I could say, okay, now what? I'm saying to say, I, I, have, I have hatred in my heart. I have hate. There's a reason the Torah says, I have hatred towards this person. Now I could say, okay, you come to me. You come to somebody and you say, what do I do when I realize I have hatred? This person triggers me. What do I do? But you say, this is what I have. This is what I have. I have a problem with this person. I have a problem with my roommate. So what do I do? I feel a certain feeling. Every time this guy, every time I speak to my mother, every time I speak to my father, every time I walk into my room, whatever it might be, I get, I get, you know, I get angry. I get this. Okay, great. So you have that. What's wrong with that? That's, you're human. We're all human. We have those midos inside of us. That's what, what we're here in this world to do. So you get excited, right? That's what the Gemara says. The Gemara says when the when the when the uh, when the Yitzhahara, when when Akash Baruch the Gemara in Sukkah says when Akash Baruch is going to shech the Yitzhahara. So it says Halalu Baichem, Halalu Baichem. The Rishayim are going to cry and the Tzadikim are going to cry. And they ask Akasha, why are the why are the Tzadikim going to cry? They should be ju- so one shot is they're crying out of happiness, but why, why, why are they crying that they're shechting the Yitzhahara? Right of of crying if it's sad. What are they upset about? Because they realize, okay, great. Now now I I I'm, I realize how much how, how much I love the Yitzhahara. Because the Yitzhahara is 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 uh, is bechol meodecha is is Yitzhahara is your maod. That's what brings out that hatred <coughs> that hatred that you have towards that person will turn into love will turn into love when you, when you learn how to deal with it. But you ne- if you never learn how to hate, then you'll never learn how to love. It's an emotion that you have. It's an emotion that there's nothing wrong with saying, I, this person bothers me, so now i got to work on myself. Right? I'll get to you in a second, Phil. And we say this all the time. To love people who agree with you and to love people that everything's fine, that's not loving the person. That's not loving the person. That's loving yourself. It's not. It's not a big deal to love someone who who is just like you, who doesn't give you any problems. Who's You'll see with your children, right? It's easy to love your children, the children who who 
who are just like you and who flow with you and who are this and that. That's not loving your child. Obviously, it's loving your child also. It's harder to love the child that, that is not like you and who gives you the challenges and who is like, you know, you know, uh, you know not like you. And that's, that's loving a child, loving your wife. Loving your wife, oh, perfect timing. Loving your wife, right, is, is, is not when you're, you know, when you're picking out, you know, you know the, the, the same, oh, we both love the same thing. That's not loving your wife. Loving your wife is when you disagree and then you're able to say, I love you and I'm, gonna, I'm going to apologize and I'm going to listen to you even though I think you're 100% wrong. So, so, so it's very, very important. Like, you have to learn. Yeah, learning how to hate. You, you naturally have those those hateful feelings inside of you. You don't have to learn how to hate. You have to learn how to love. It's not how to hate. It's not how to hate. It's accepting the fact that I hate. That I have these feelings. That that that, that this person bothers me. Why can't I accept the fact that this person bothers me? What's wrong with accepting the fact that this guy drives me crazy? My roommate drives me crazy. What's wrong with accepting the fact that my roommate drives me crazy? Why can't I be upset about that? What's wrong with that? So the, pro- the problem happens when a guy walks around all day, all week, all year, my roommate, my roommate, my roommate, my roommate, my roommate, my roommate, my roommate. That's, that's a person who hasn't accepted the fact that he doesn't like his roommate or hasn't accepted other things about himself. People could be stuck in a, in a situation with somebody for years and years and years and never get out of it. Why? Right? What's that quote? What is it? When you tell your child um, a thousand times something and he doesn't get it. Right? You tell your child a thousand times the same thing and he doesn't get it. It's not the child who is slow. It's not the child who's not getting it. You get it? Yichab? Is that the quote? It's, it's, the, it's the person who's not getting it. I've told you this a thousand times. How come you... No, no. So you're, so you're missing something. You're not delivering it right. You're not being honest with yourself. You're not being honest with the, with the child, whatever it might be. You're not accepting him. Oh, I've told every time in person, right? Shalom, good morning. Right, we've said this, right? It's like, it's like having a, a, a cat, right? We've said this, expecting a cat to bark. You don't, walk by the, you don't walk by the dumpster over here and say, oh my gosh, there's a cat on the dumpster. You're like, yeah, I'm in Israel. There's a cat on the dumpster. You're not like, oh my gosh, what is this cat doing on the dumpster? Why not? Why not? Why aren't you? But when you walk into your room, you're like, oh my gosh, right? A guy walks into his house after a long day, right? And the house is a little bit messy or dinner is not perfect, right? Right? Oh my gosh, right? Whoa, what's going on? What, 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 why, why are you surprised? What, what, why is that? What, 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 that's never happened before? It's, it's okay? It's not okay? It's, it, it happens. It's fine. That's life. When a person expects certain things <clears throat> to be a certain way and, and it's got to be a perfect way and, 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 and he's in denial we'll say it's t- true denial or I don't know if it's denial it's denial it's uh, I don't know what it is we could talk about what it is but it's, it's a lack of yeah it's denying reality You're, every, when you fight with reality you only lose 100% of the time people fight all day reality I don't want to live in reality the reality is I have anxiety. The reality is I have a problem with my father. I don't know. I have a problem with my mother. I have a problem with my roommate. I, have, uh, I don't like learning so much. I'm lazy. That's reality. The problem is I'm scared. Okay, that's reality. And the more a person lives in reality, and he lives in reality, then you can deal with whatever you need to deal with. Shkosh Tzvi. Amazing Tzvi. I like it. Sitting with a notebook like that is inspiring. Yes, Rafael, unless we answered all your questions. <laughs> so I to know, does it make sense to say that the difference between excessive uh, thinking and uh, thinking that's healthy thinking is that when the thoughts are controlling you, it might be obsessive 
And usually, yes, 100%. Usually, usually, um, Yosef, see, we're still handling your, your, your point yesterday, Yosef. Really, we started off with that, with your point. Um, yes, exactly. The, the upset, I don't want to just say obsessive thinking, like, because there are people who have real problems with obsessive thinking. My, my point with that is really is that, is that if, you're, if you're thinking that, most, most of us think, I think, 60, they say 60,000 thoughts a day. The, the, the altar from Kelm, right, they say the altar from Kelm was able to, to track every thought he had. What, what does that mean? What, 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 I, I, I can't even imagine what that means, but I think, I think what I learned from it, I don't know if this is what, the way it was, but I think so. What, it's a little bit like what you're saying, Rafael. If I take a thought and I break down the thought, and I go into the thought, and I think about the thought, and I see where it's coming from, and what it really is, then that thought will let go of me. Thoughts that keep on going in your mind are a laziness because it's like, like you're saying, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not able to, to, you know, and usually they're negative, negative thoughts, especially negative thoughts, because negative thoughts are natural. Negative thoughts are natural. Oh, I didn't get enough sleep. Uh, uh, here, right? I know for myself, one of the things that I know that I learned about myself, I don't remember when it was. I don't remember when it was. Maybe 10 years ago, maybe 15 years ago. I don't remember. It was a while ago, but I, I, remember, I remember if I was upset about something, whatever it would have been, in the morning, when I woke up in the morning, when I was taking a shower, those thoughts would flood my brain. Let's say uh, I had a problem with somebody. So that next morning, or, or until I was able to solve the issue with that person, right away in the morning, those thoughts would come. And then, and then I realized it was with somebody else, or with something else. And then I said to myself, oh my goodness, this is amazing. In the morning, I mean, I didn't say it was amazing. I was like, I got it. Now I, now I say it's amazing, because I've worked on myself. But, but I remember the thought to myself saying like, wait, wait one second. I am, being, I am being taken over in the morning by negative thoughts, by negative thoughts. That means I'm waking up in the morning and I'm, and I'm starting off my day with just negative thoughts um, entering my head and, and, and coming in. Can I do something about that? How can I do something about that? And, uh, and that's when uh, I'll, share, I'll share this morning. I had a, an amazing amazing experience, which I'm very proud of myself. See, I want you to hear this. I know you're going, but I want you to hear this. I had an amazing experience this morning, and I'm so really proud of myself. I really am proud of myself. You'll hear it. Is that, um, is that Baruch Hashem, we live in Eretz Yisrael. So, so in Eretz Yisrael, in Israel, right, for all of us that we know, is that there's something called a dud. And if you don't put on the dud, you ain't getting hot water, right? That's a crazy, I mean, that's like crazy. It's, that's called, we call that insanity, right? That's insanity. I mean, I, you grow up in America. What does that mean, hot water? That's like, what, what are we, in 1937? Like, what are we, in 1920? When's 2021? I got to press a button to have hot water, right? Okay, but that's, but that's the reality. Right, right, right. You gotta wait, and then I gotta wait. Like I thought I'm the, and I was in the microwave generation. So you would think there's a microwave dude. They didn't even figure out how to do that yet. And it was 2021. I mean, what's wrong? What's wrong with 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 right? Okay. Anyway, you, you're with me, everybody here. So and now, and I'm just to say, just to talk. I I need, I need yes, I need. I'm, I'm I'm that guy. I need a hot shower. That's what I got. That's what, it's part of my it's part of my life. There aren't too many things in life that I get crazy about, but I need a hot shower. Some people are like I could deal with a hot shower. I could deal with uh, this shower. I can't. I can't. I need a nice hot shower. I'm, I don't do well during the three weeks uh, and the nine days. It's very hard for me. I'm mamish meiser nefesh for for the base of migdash because I don't take a hot shower. I make it. I feel so mamish a big tzaddik during that time. Right? That's, that's the level I'm on. But that's what I do. That's my contribution to, uh, to the base. One of my contributions, hopeful, to the base of Megdash is that I don't take my beautiful hot shower. So this morning, Mamish Maise Shahaya, 
Literally this morning, this morning, I'm ready. Every other day, okay, I can't eat. I know I'm not having my coffee. It's a little bit different. I'm a little bit more conscious. I'm brush your teeth, right? The Rav, we could brush our teeth. You're allowed to brush your teeth on a fast day. You have to brush your teeth, right? You can't have bad breath, right? During a regular fast day, you're allowed to brush your teeth, right? So I'm getting ready, right? Going to the shower. I had no suffix, especially because yesterday the weather's been good. It hasn't been rainy. I know suffix. Usually, it's not such a dud issue. Usually, uh, in general, I'm up a lot. In the, I usually end up, I turn on the dud like 5 in the morning. I'm, I'm up a lot during the night, or I'll just get up and I turn on the dud. It's in the hallway. Right? It's part of the Messiah's nephesh of living in Eretz Yisrael. You have time. I know, I know. Right. You're right. right. I've got to get a timer. Right. I, I think I'm still in denial. That's why I didn't get a timer. Right. So, so, uh, so, and any, what happens? I'm taking a shower. Not a hot shower. And I'm sitting there, just, just to tell everybody here, I was sitting there saying, I'm so happy that this is happening. I'm so happy it's happening. And I know why this is happening. One of the reasons I think it's happening, because I'm probably going to end up talking about it in Sheer. And I'm probably going to share with everyone. And Hashem wants me to whatever it is, to, to I don't want to use the word white knuckle, because I don't, I don't, that's, a, that's a tough one. But I was just like, okay, this is an opportunity where I could get upset, where there's an opportunity where I could be singing in the rain. So I decided I'm going to be singing in the rain. So as I'm taking my cold shower in the morning, it wasn't freezing, but a cold shower in the morning, I'm sitting there saying, this is awesome, this is awesome, this is great, this is awesome, this is awesome, this is great, this is great. Thank you, thank you, I'll take that. Thank you, thank you. Right, it's true. Now, now, that's the level that I'm on. What can I tell you? That's the, those, those are my nisyonos. Those are my nisyonos. That's my challenge. How did I get into that? What was that? How, did, how did we get there? What? No, was that? How, how did we get there? Yitzi, come on, backtrack. How did I get to my... How, how did I get... I, I didn't just ADD that one. That was, that was part of the flow. Negative thoughts. Negative thoughts? Is that what it was? Yeah. That's what it was? Oh, right, right. That's what I was saying. So I w- realize that in the morning, when I wake up in the morning. So, right. So you, and if you're not going... So that's, that's, that's what it is. If you're not going to... Now, I, had, I have... Everybody has every... I don't know if, if the word's excuse. You will, you will be like everybody else, right? I could sit there and we could complain about the dud and cold showers... And we could complain about everything and you'll find the guy next to you who will shake his head and he'll agree with you, right? You could talk about how, how marriage is so this and you could talk about how the, the, the government stinks and you could talk about how, how, you know, this is a problem and that's a problem and everyone and the world around us loves that and validates that, right? What is it? Misery loves company. Misery loves company. That's what it is. Yeah. Oh, you too? Yeah. Oh, your father too? Yeah. Your mother too? Yeah. Your wife too? Yeah. You're the traffic too? Yeah. I'm, I don't want to, as, as uh, Rabbi Rafi, Baruch Shem did it, did it pretty quickly yesterday, the LYL. Maybe that's a new thing for real. Love your lot. I don't want to be okay with my life. Life is too short to just be okay with my life. I want my life to be fantastic. And what is my life? My life is that shower in the morning. That was my life. I was living life. That shower was my life. I, and, and, and we all have little situations like that that come up all the time. It's not, you don't have to wait for the big stuff. We wait for the like, oh, the big stuff. Oh, then I'm going to be happy. Then I'm going to be appreciative. Then I'm going to be like, then when I make my million dollars, when I go to where I'm supposed to go, when I marry the person I'm supposed to marry, oh, then my life is going to be phenomenal. But, but till then, right, till I go out to dinner, you know, to that restaurant, then I, until then I'm not going to appreciate the food that I have. Or, or L-Y-L, love your, love your lot slash life. It's the same thing. Oh. I don't know how we're going to get that in there. Love your lot is loving your life. That is your life. That is your life. This is your life. You're living your life right now. 
So if you don't love now, and like we said yesterday, I'm so happy that uh, someone, a very special person, put, put that on, the chat, right, that, that they wrote. I loved it. I didn't realize even that I said it. So um, did, you guys, did you see this? It was a great quote. I was like, wow. I, I couldn't believe we said it yesterday. Such a great line. Being okay not loving your lot. Simkarabi, you heard this? Being okay not loving your lot is loving your lot. That's amazing. That's so true. You don't have to love everything. I didn't have, it wasn't, you, you don't have to, that's what I was saying about speed when we were talking about hating someone, right? Realizing that I'm depressed and realizing that I'm a negative guy and that that is who I am and that is the type of person that I am and I got to work with that. That's, that's what Hashem gave me. That's what Hashem gave me. That's my lot. That's my lot. That's what I got to deal with. That's what I got to try and quote unquote fix. That's what I'm here on this world to do. So you love it. And once you begin loving that, then, you're, then you could do anything. You're not afraid of anything. You could deal, you could deal with so much. Yes, Yosef. Whether it's healthy or it's not healthy, it's 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 reality. <laughs> Misery loves company. That's that's reality. That's just the way. Well, again, no, no, right, right, correct. Meaning, meaning, okay, the line "misery loves company" is is said as a as a um, negative thing. But yes, you are right. If you can express yourself. To something that's not misery loves company. That's misery. Secrets keep us sick. That's a very important line for people to know. Secrets keep people sick. Uh, holding things inside keep people sick. When you express things to people, now sitting around talking lush and hara is not going to make you healthy because that's not expressing yourself. If you go over to someone and say, "Listen, I'm really having a tough time. This government is driving me crazy." and you have an open discussion with someone how I can start dealing with the government, right? So then if the person who's listening to you is, is, uh, has, has a, uh, a, a half brain, he would say, what does that have to do with you? Unless you work for the government. Unless you work in the Knesset, you would probably say to the person, I, I'm not sure what, what you can do. I'm, I'm not sure what the government has to do with you, right? Especially if you're not voting now. There's nothing, there's nothing you can do. Especially if you're American. Americans, there's no, no shaykhs to the government. If you live in New York, for the American government, no shaykhs to the American government. Also, because it's all democ- it's a democ- it's still democratic. A democratic state. What? Yeah, good. Okay, good. You're right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But that's not, that's not, that's a different thing. That's, that's, that's not, that's your, your if you want to go protest, you're right. That's, if you're going to start, that, that's not, if you're, you're right. If, if you're going to say, okay, I want to start a new, uh, uh, you know, uh, whatever it's called, uh, 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 protest, and you're going to do that, great. I wouldn't tell anybody to do that. I, I mean, I'm talking about us here. If someone says, I want to go to a protest, it's nothing to do with the government. That's you want to go to a protest. Because that's what you feel you could do. You know, uh, how often does that happen already? I you like you say, oh, my wife, and then someone says, like, oh, my wife also, and then it's like, yeah. that's like never. Right. And then you were saying that sometimes when you say that to people, yeah. like, oh, I'm having a hard time in my car, and I don't want right. to Israel, the, the mechanics here, whatever, right. that, like, it makes you feel better. No, it doesn't. So, no, it doesn't. It doesn't. Right, right. So when I say no, it doesn't, I'm saying that, that the people, a complainer, complain, that's not shared experience. If I come over to you, a person, and I say, I'd like to talk to you, something's bothering me, can we talk out the fact that this bothers me, or I'm having a trouble with my wife, or I'm having trouble with this? That's a shared experience. 
a guy going ahead and rolling his eyes and saying at the lunch table or at the breakfast table and a guy just sitting around complaining about something, that doesn't do anything. All that does is, is uh, add negativity and it ends up being Lashonara. That's where we start. That's Lashonara. Now, now people, people, people who are positive, loving people are people who need to also have time to be able to open up and to express. Now, obviously, the tzaddikim, they probably express themselves, right? It's from, from Nassim's yard site. So it's a good time to say, Lakute Tzfilas, right? But probably the tzaddikim, right? Probably the tzaddikim, they probably, they cry out to Hashem and they express themselves to Hashem. Could be they also have chaveirim. Could be they also have a, a close friend, you know, daigablevish yesichena. Right, the the, the a tzaddik who loves everybody. I'm sure. I don't know what Rabbi Yitzchak from Bardichev did. I'm not sure what he did. Yeah, yeah. Okay, good. There you go. Beautiful. Good. Okay, it's one of the things in the tzaddikah. Okay, good. I'm not, I mean, I'm, I know some of them, right? Yeah, beautiful. So the tzaddikim. So everyone needs to express themselves. Everybody needs to learn how to. How to talk? Ah, Right. So what's the shot? The shot is is that express the, the the problem is when you hold things inside, right? When you hold things um, inside, so then so then you you, you it, it, it's terrible. But lashon hara is the exact opposite of that. Lashon hara is you're not expressing anything. You're judging. You're saying negative about that person. You're not saying what's hurting you. It, it, the reason you're saying negative about the person is because you're hurt. Is because you're hurting, right? Mitzora, mitzora is motzi ra. You're, you're you're taking out the ra that you have inside of yourself, and that's what you're doing. You're not you're not you're not fixing and you're not healing yourself when you talk about other people around the coffee station or at lunch or stam saying things. So that doesn't and that. That what? It depends on your environment and how you go Right, and it depends on the person you're speaking to. Depends on the person you're speaking to. The person, yeah. It's like, I think the difference in a few words, if you say, you could go to a close friend, you tell them, my wife, this morning, blah, 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 you just go, well, women, oh, come on, Right, women. right, exactly. You just right. make it as... You generalize. Your, your car, or, yeah, these cars, and these mechanics, right, you just right. made everything into one big, like, right, 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 stupid, right, right, bad. correct. You don't go into the details... Right, you say, oh, like you're saying, oh, the Israelis, oh, the mechanics, oh, the, the right, uh, this sect of Judaism, the, the, you know, and that's the danger of being in Israel a little bit. They say, oh, the, these type of, of Jews, oh, these type of Jews. That's pure Lashon Hara, pure, pure, pure Lashon Hara, as opposed to, I was on a bus, I took a ride somewhere. That's what Rabbi Ackerman's saying. I was on a bus. I took a ride somewhere. And I saw this Jew who was acting like this. And it bothered me. Oh, now we're having a conversation. What bothered you? Why did it bother you? There's nothing wrong that it bothered you. It's good if you saw someone who was rude. Or you saw a, a, a person, uh, you know, uh, you know, yelling at someone and making a chil Hashem. And that bothered you. Good. That, that's that's healthy. That that bothers you. It is supposed to bother you. So then you talk about it. Does that mean all people like that are like that? How am I viewing it? And that that goes with the obsessive thinking and the and the working on your thoughts. If you really analyze it, and you understand it, and you're able to heal it, you're able to fix it. Okay, Yeah, man. I think Rebbe, you got through it at the end, but it's also the point of emphasis. Point of emphasis is on them, as in they did something, or on yourself, as in this happened, someone did something, and it made right. me feel like this. Right. And the point of emphasis is on you. Me. On Correct. You react. Right. Exactly. The emphasis is on me, not on them. Yeah. The emphasis is on it made me feel a certain way, and I want to not feel that way. I want to love every Jew. I want to love people. And it's and again, like we say all the time, when you when you look at someone and you see something negative in that person. It's very normal that you see negativity in somebody else. It's normal. It's natural. That's the way Hashem made it. Right? We're not getting into the fact that, 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 uh, that, that it means you have it 
within yourself, right? We're not getting into that point. The point is, though, is that, is that it's normal to, to look at something and to be upset about it. That's a very normal thing. The question is, what is my next step? Is my next step, okay, you know, you roll your eyes and you say that's the way people are? Or the shot is, no, I want to learn for myself. Say, why does that trigger me? Why do I get upset? Yeah, then you might go into the fact that it's within you, whatever it might be. You might, get, hopefully you'll get to that. But the point is, is that, is that the more a person like Ben is saying, and it's so true, the more my focus is on how can I learn for myself? How can I learn that this situation, and every situation that happens is for us. Every situation that happens is for us. Nobody does anything to you. It's always for you. It's for us to learn whatever we need to learn from that situation. And the more a person lives like that, and the more a person lives that all situations are there to teach me and to help me understand who I am. And, and, and I don't look outside. The more a person is always looking to fix outside, I'm looking to fix everybody, I'm looking to fix the, the, the person, I'm looking, he's the problem, she's the problem, they're the problem, the, 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 everyone else is the problem, right? My father's the problem, my mother's the problem, my roommate's the problem, my wife's the problem, my kids are the problem, the government's the problem, the, those people are the problem, everybody's the problem. The country's the problem, the wherever, everyone else is the problem, but me, but me. And the reason, one of the reasons, we've spoken about this, one of the reasons that we do that is because then I don't have to do anything. Because if my mother fixes herself, and my father fixes himself, and my roommate fixes himself, and my wife fixes herself, and then my children fix themselves, and then my boss, the country, everybody else fixes myself, then I could just continue playing video games. Then I'm good, then I'm good to go. I could just, I could just go on my way and have a happy life. So I don't have to do anything. I don't have to do anything, which, which is uh, a big gate Sahara. Okay. With that in mind, let's learn the let's learn the um, um, let's learn. Yeah. Take whatever you need. Take it. What um, the um, let let's learn the halacha. So we said yesterday we left off, um, especially with um, in in our generation with. With WhatsApp, we said Lashon Hara is not just talking, Lashon Hara is also writing, right? The Chavetz Chaim says that, that even when you write something negative about someone, so that's Lashon Hara as well. Um, writing, especially now, where you could be on a chat with hundreds of people, so you could, chas v'shal, a person could say Lashon Hara to 200 people in one shot. And it could, it's very, very dangerous uh, that a person could do that. That's number one, he says. Number two is even if you agree with the information, you're not allowed to repeat it, right? So if you say, I always told you that you are lazy, even so-and-so agrees with me. I'm not sure what the, oh, Rechilas, he's in Rechilas. Even Rechilas, okay, I'm sorry. We're, we're, in, we're in Rechilas, again. Rechilas means that I'm pinning this person against that person. So, so the Chavaz Chaim is saying that even if you agree with the information, still that's rechilas. Meaning, regular classic rechilas is is that so and so thinks that you are lazy. So you're not allowed to say it. That's rechilas because that causes a rift and it causes bad bad feelings between the person and uh, those two people. But if I say you're lazy, and not only do I think you're lazy, but so and so also thinks you're lazy, that is also something that you're not allowed to say. Even though you're the one, and a lot of times people do that. I think people do that um, because it, it gets them, uh, it takes away their insecurity about, about what they're saying or it gives them power um, in what they're saying. A lot of times people say, oh, well I have a, this problem with you and you act like this and you do this and, 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 and other people think the same thing. Uh, this person agrees with me. Right? So what that does to the person, that's, that's, so that's straight up rechilas. It's 100% rechilas. And, and, um, and it's something that a person, even though you're saying the information yourself, um, you know, it's, it's, uh, you're, not, you're not allowed to say that. Um, one of the reasons I think we do that is because um, it, 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 it gives us more power. 
right? It gives us more, more strength against the person to say, oh, you think it's just my opinion? It's like one of the reasons why, why um, when it comes to Lashon Hara, when it comes to Lashon Hara, um, it's one of the reasons why you're not allowed to believe people a lot of, a lot of times ask the question, they say, well, well, well what, what if I agree with what that person says about that person? Someone speaks Lashon Hara and says something and you happen to agree with that person. So I always say, um, what happens is, is that we get excited when someone says Lashon Hara about someone and you feel the same way about that person. The reason we get excited is because when it's just me feeling something about him, so then I can question, it's just one-on-one, it's me against him. So maybe I'm not right. But then when we hear that someone else said that Lashon Hara about someone, we're like, yeah, right. That validates our feelings towards the person to say, see, it's not just Lashon Hara, even though it is Lashon Hara because Lashon Hara means it's true. Lashon Hara doesn't mean that it's not true. It means it is true, but you're still not allowed to say it. But the reason that we like when other people agree with us is because we don't want to question, oh, maybe I'm wrong about my opinion about that person. What do you mean? I saw that person. I live with that person. That person's my roommate. I see how self-centered that person is. Oh, I'm learning in sheer how I'm supposed to judge positively. I'm supposed to love him. But he's so, so problematic. And then when someone says the same thing that you think, it's like, wow, it's exciting. Because it validates that, oh, I'm right. Even though you're not allowed to believe that anyway. You still can't believe it. You're still not allowed to believe it. That's how powerful it is. Okay, question, comments on that? And we'll learn a little bit, Ms. Charm, because we didn't do that yesterday. And I'd like to specifically today, as the main thing is not to fast. Obviously, we fast because that's what we're supposed to do. And that's a chalik, it's a part of tshuva. But the main point of a fast day is not the fast, it's to do tshuva, to try and fix ourselves, and to try and introspect. That's tshuva. Tshuva is to analyze, to think, what can I better myself in? Where am I weak? How can I strengthen my strengths? How can I understand my weaknesses? Understand, as Rabbi Yisrael Salanta says, right, a person's put on this world to know himself. That's why we're here in this world, to understand yourself, to know yourself, to get to know yourself. Know yourself better and better and better and better. That's, the, that's, that's, that's why we're here on this world. As he says, a scary line, a person can live 60, 70 years and never get to know himself. So could you imagine us, with all of our distractions, that we, we could live a life and God forbid not know ourselves. So a fast day is there to give us some time to, to think uh, about life and to think about where we're headed, what, what life is about, and, and uh, how we can make some changes. Okay, with that in mind, Amir Tashem will be Zohan, of course, I forgot where I saw this. Someone, someone once said that if we do today right, then we don't get, we don't have Tisha If we do our Tavis right, then we won't have Tisha because this, this is the beginning of the Chorban. This is the beginning of the process of uh, of uh, of the Chorban Beis Amigdash. So if we do today right and we do Tshuva, so Mitzvahem will be zocha to uh, to uh, uh, to building the Beis Amigdash, uh, which which is very appropriate that we just learned purity of speech and Hilchus Lashonara because the reason the base of Migdash uh, is not here is because of Siddhas Chinam. So we have to work on Lashonara, we have to work on fixing our the way we look at people, the way we look at our brothers and sisters, the way we, the way we um, hopefully can, can, can be, be people, people yidden, Jews who love each other more and more. And it's hard, it's hard for us because when you don't love yourself and you don't love uh, and you're critical in yourself, and you have, like we said before, Mitzorah. It's never the guy. It's never the person outside. It's always the person inside. So the more, that's why tshuva is with, with, with uh, not speaking Lashara, because it's one and the same. It's fixing yourself. It's understanding yourself. It's not being busy with other people's lives. You're busy with your life, busy understanding what you have to work on. That's how we're able to to do tshuva, to build a base of Mikdash. So we should be zocha to that, us, and all the Jewish people. Amen. Um, let's learn a little bit, a few lines. We have a few minutes to learn in Mitzvot Yisharim. 
Uh, we're in Yiras Chet. Uh, we left off talking about Yiras Onesh versus Yiras Aromimus. Um and um, I'll, I'll just, I'll just, um, I'll just skip to the part because we spoke a lot about this uh, dual, um, this two types, as the Masil Sharm says. There's two types of Yira. We were speaking about um, the Yira of, of uh, Yira Saonesh uh, coming first, and then you have Yira Saromamus, which is um, you have fear of punishment, and then you have fear of, um, it's not so much fear, it's more of like an awe. Right? When, you, when a person goes to Rukhaim Kanievsky, he's not afraid that Rukhaim Kanievsky is going to slap him in the face. He's not afraid that he's going to beat him up. There's an awe. There's a yira. There's a kavod that, that there's an awe. Um, it's, not, it's not a fear. Like we said, Hashem's not a monster. And you want to uh, transition from Hashem being a monster. You want to transition. And the quicker a person transitions from Hashem being uh, you know, he's going to, I mean, Hashem's never a monster, right? As Raphil pointed out, that, uh, that even in punishment, when a person realizes that Hashem loves you and Hashem cares for you, so even the, the level of punishment that a person, even Yerasa Onesh, is sweet in a certain way. A person realizes that, that Hashem cares, right? Especially when you're a parent and you know that sometimes you discipline your children and you punish your children. It's not out of anger or out of uh, something that's, um, you know, uh, uh, negative, but it's because you love them. So even in Yerasa uh, Onesh, there is, there is um, uh, you know, a, a way that a person can sort of have a relationship with Hashem. But a lot of people have trouble, and they say, Hashem is a monster, Hashem's going to get me, Hashem's going to hurt me, if I do things right, then I'll be okay, if not, then Hashem's going to punish me. So, so obviously that that's a level. That's a level for a person to, um, again, without the monster. The monster is a negative part. But, but the point is that we want to transition to having a relationship with Hashem. The goal is you want to transition to how can I have a relationship with Hashem. Not, it's not about checks and, and, and minuses. It's not about uh, heaven and Gehenna. That's not what life is about. Life is about um, a relationship with Hashem. Learning how to have a relationship with Hashem. Okay, so we're going to end off with this last point, and that is um, the, the, the level um, of a person realizing, um, and I'll give the example that I always give, and that is um, when a person goes out on a date, and we'll, we'll end off with this. When a person goes out on a date and he likes the girl, and you go out and you like her, so then you um, start getting nervous afterwards. You start getting scared. You start getting anxious, right? Why are you anxious? Why are you scared? Because you start playing back. Oh my gosh, did I do this right? Did I do that? Maybe, I, why? Because I like her. I like her. So now I'm getting nervous. Now I'm getting scared. What, what are you afraid of? You're afraid because you're in love with this girl and you like her and you don't want to lose her. You don't want to lose her. So since I don't want to lose her, then, and then you hear she likes you too, so then you go out again, what happens? You're even more scared. You make sure you look perfect. You make sure you're opening the door for her. You worry about exactly what you're saying. Everything is, is perfect. Why? Because you don't want to mess up your relationship with her. So the Ramchal says that that's what Yiras Chet is. That's the ultimate level of Yira. The ultimate level of Yira is, I have such a good relationship with Hashem. It's like Matzah Yom Kippur. When Matzah Yom Kippur, you feel clean, you feel pure, and then you're like afraid. I'm, I don't want to do anything wrong because I'm so, I'm so pure, I'm so, everything is great. Right? You get a new pair of shoes, you get a new suit, you, 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 you get a new car. Right? You're all careful. You get anything new usually. You're all careful. You don't want something to taint the, 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 the freshness, the beauty, the connection, the whatever it is on the sink. You don't want it to be affected. You don't want something to happen. Says Ramchal, that is Yiraschet. Yiraschet means that I don't want to do something wrong. Not because I'm going to get punished. Not because that, that, that we're, we're past that. 
not because it's going to end up hurting me, but because I so much have this great relationship with Hashem, I don't want to ruin it. I don't want to ruin it. Just like you don't want to ruin, ruin a relationship with, a, with, 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 with somebody. You have this beautiful relationship with somebody. I don't, it's not that I'm afraid to do something wrong because the person's going to then, right? That's the relationship you want to have with, with, with your wife. It's not the shot that, oh, I'm afraid she's going to hit me over the head with a broom. That's terrible. No, I, I, we, we have such a wonderful relationship. I don't want to, I don't want to hurt that. I don't want to affect that. We're, we're, why would I ever want to do anything to get in between? Right? That's why they say an Avera is, is a, right, is a masach. It's like a mask that, that separates us from Hashem. It's not the Avera, okay, you did an Avera, you did something wrong, you, you, you're, you're, you have to, you, you know, you're, you're, you feel guilty and you feel, no, you now made a separation between you and Hashem. And I don't want that to, there to be a separation. Okay, question and comments, and then we'll wrap up for today. Yeah? Somebody? Nobody? Yeah, okay. Randy, you said it so clear. We don't yeah, okay, questions. okay, yeah. Yes, oh. Yes. Uh, yeah, how about that? The relationship of Isha is always, uh, yeah, of course. Yeah. Okay, Hashem should help us all. We should be zoka to, uh, as, as we've said, hakol bidei shalayim, chutz is that the, the purpose of us being in this world, the purpose of, uh, of us being here is to work on us having more yira shamayim, which means we bring Hashem more into our life. And we, we, we bring Hashem, as the Kutzke Rebbe said, where is Hashem? Hashem is wherever you let Him in. To let Hashem in. And to let Hashem in the places where it's hard to let Hashem in. To the places that are challenging for us. To open up to Hashem. To, to, to connect to Hashem. To ask Hashem. And if you don't have a connection to Hashem, you can ask Hashem for a connection. You can say, I'd like to have a better connection. Can we have a better, right? As it's, uh, as it's Reb Nassim's yard site. Right? Reb Nassim, uh, Chernovich, that was his room. Nothing. What? Sternites, Sternites. Sternites, thank you, yes. And so Reb Nassin, right, was, if anyone's a little familiar, right, Reb Nassin, um wrote, um, what, one of the svarim that he wrote is, a, is an incredible, um, an incredible, I don't even know what to say, it's not really like a safer, it's like a, it's like a, um, it's an incredible concept. It's called Lakute Tfilis. Lakute Tfilis, and it's worth it to look at it. Not, it doesn't have to be as yard site to look at the Lakute Tfilis. But the beauty of Lakute Tfilis is, the, is just to pour out your heart to Hashem and tell Hashem anything from wherever you, you are, what, whatever you're holding. And to have Tfilah, one of the things that, that he talks about over there in, a, in, in different places that is to daven that I want to be able to daven. I want to daven, right, there's a, we were mentioning Rebbe, Rebbe Noim Elimelech, Rebbe Meilech has a tefillah, koidimah tefillah. It's like a funny thing. I mean, I'm davening before I'm davening. I'm davening that I should be able to daven. I want to have a relationship with Hashem. So you can tell Hashem, Hashem, I want to have a relationship with you. I don't have as good of a relationship as I want to have. I don't know how to have a relationship with you. Could you help me have a relationship with you? Could you help me learn how to, how to daven? Could you help me be someone who loves you more? Could you help the Torah? I mean, that we say every day, Vaharavna. Help the Torah, right? People say, oh, the Torah is so hard for me to learn. This is so hard for me. So that's why we daven. Vaharavna Hashem Elokeinu. Hashem, help us, help us, help us. Tefillah is, 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 uh, is probably the biggest thing we have. Is tefillah. And a person has tefillah that he can always turn to Hashem. And that's Yerushalayim. That's where Yerushalayim comes from. Yerushalayim comes when a person learns how to, obviously it comes from Torah as well, but it comes when a person stands, stands in front of Hashem, and he, and he, and he asks Hashem to help him. So Hashem should help each and every one of us. We should be zocha to ask Him, should be zocha to ask from Him, should be zocha to daven, to pour our, 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 problems out to him and to talk to him and to connect to him.
and to and to try as best as we can to to bring Hashem more into our lives. The more you bring Hashem into your life, the, the better your life is. The more you can you can get whatever it is, because Hashem gives us everything. Hashem is everything. And the more a person learns and chazers over, we have to chazer it over. We have to remind ourselves that. Because we live in a world. We live in a world where they're distracting. The world outside is distracting us from that. The world outside doesn't want us to remember that Enoid Mulvado, that Hashem runs my life, and that Hashem can answer everything. Hashem can answer everything. If you have a problem with this, if you have a problem with that, if you have a problem with that, and you daven and you ask Hashem, Hashem, right? I'll end off with the, right? Hashem always has three answers, we said. Three answers. Either yes, when you daven to Him. Either yes, either give me some more time, or number three is I got something better. I got something better. Hashem is always there giving to us and helping us and whatever it is, we just need to reach out. Hashem should help us have an amazing day. Don't worry about your past. Don't worry about your future. The best thing we could do for our past and the best thing we could do for our future is today. So have an amazing day. We should be Zohar to do tshuva today. Thank you, everyone.